Welcome to your sanity safe space with your favorite YouTube podcast duo, or at least one of them. It kind of depends and probably some rando too, but no complaining because this is free. Free. This is beauty and the beta bonus audio content. Hello and welcome to the show. This week I was a guest on the infamous Drunken Peasants podcast. We talked about all sorts of current events, the tyranny of Susan WikiWiki at YouTube, the case of a U.S. diplomat's wife who hit and killed a motorcyclist in the U.K., the state of the 2020 Democrats, and much more if you like what you hear. And I hope that you will. Check out the Drunken Peasants podcast using the links in the description. Thanks for listening and enjoy. In the beginning, there was nothing. And then there was the Drunken Peasants podcast. I got you with this. Say, man. You got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> From the strangest corners of the internet, here to bring you opinions of the world from an altered perspective. Here are your hosts, the Drunken Peasants. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Drunken Peasants Podcast, episode 633. 633. Suck it. And we are joined by Matt Christensen. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome, Matt. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I It's kind of weird how I got into contact with you because we were, like, complaining to each other in DMs about CNN flagging our videos. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, actually, uh, it was related to the debate stream, right? So you guys must have been yeah. streaming the debate as well. I don't know about yeah. you guys, but in, in my case, we talked to I, – I played – probably 30 seconds we're doing a call-in stream i played probably 30 seconds of it we really weren't even focusing on the debate just in case anything crazy happened we'd cut into it and yeah uh youtube said i was banned from streaming for three months because of that i assume something similar happened to you guys yes uh we were we were just making a joke out of it we weren't even really taking it that seriously we were um muting we were muting them and playing clips of simpsons characters over oh, that's each probably candidate. why we got, got the, did, the, the, did you guys get got, cut live we i got cut live yes yeah. okay. yes we got yeah. cut live we were talking about the debate but eventually it there were too many irrelevant people in that debate for one thing mm -hmm. so we just kind of goofed on it um and yeah we got cut live we got a strike I emailed uh, the person because their their email address was there with the strike information, and it was gone by morning. I, did, I think I didn't even get that. There's and I, I messaged a few people because there was a few, there were a few people in this boat. In my case, it didn't even tell me who the copyright holder supposedly was, which they usually do. They say, "Hey, a person made a strike on your video. Contact them to resolve it." I didn't even get that, so I had to do what I usually do. I don't know about you guys, but. The only tool that's been successful for me, well, there's two. One is bitching a lot on Twitter and yelling <laughs> at them on Twitter. I'm not banned on Twitter yet, thankfully, so I can still do that. Yeah. And then the second one is their chat feature. You can chat a, a YouTube representative, presumably in India or something, yes. who will help you. 
Well, I can't say that they've ever helped me. They just say, I'll refer it to a guy, and you don't know who the yes. guy is. And then you wake up the next day or two days or three days, and maybe the problem's fixed. That's how it's been the couple times that this has happened to me. Yeah, and I think only channels with 100,000 or more subs get that live chat. Uh, I've used I, it a few times. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, is there's just a, that's the only thing I've found. It, it is amazing how how deep you can get into the YouTube game without actually having a person to talk to. I still don't have a person. I just have to find somebody random who might be able to click the right buttons to fix it for me. And of course, I'm always very hesitant to get in touch with YouTube because the more eyes at YouTube that are on your product, the more likely they are to punish you in weird ways these days. So I'd prefer nobody at YouTube looks at any of my stuff ever, but sometimes you got to appeal. Yeah. Yeah, Sometimes you have to talk to Susan Wojcicki, and that sucks too. Oh yeah, yeah. You got her on speed dial. Some sometimes it's yeah. three a.m. I'm drunk. Susan. Nobody else answering the phone. I call <laughs> Susan. Yeah. I'm like, hey, Susan, let me get up in them YouTube views. Did you see the video yeah. that Nerd City put out about how YouTube, like the words, there's there's the banned words list that YouTube has. Well, I know they have that creepy transcribing software. Like they, every yeah. video you post, they, they automatically convert to text and analyze for presumably censorship or demonetization purposes. But what's, what's this about? I haven't heard of this. So uh, these people did an experiment to find out which words are banned or, you mm. know, that'll get you demonetized, basically. Yeah. And they identified hundreds of words. They used uh, some, over 15,000 words. Some make sense. Some are like racial slurs and things like that. But others are like just the names of a city or, that's, you know, that's not even true necessarily all the time. Although in my case, it, the, the sound might have been muffled. But I'll give you an example. I made a, a video about uh, Portland Antifa something or other within the last few months. And there's a clip in there of Antifa yelling at a black cop and using the hard R. Now, in the past, yeah. in my past time, I would have bleeped that just because uh, these days it's like, well, I'm going to get demonetized no matter what. So who cares? Right. And I'm just going to leave it in there for authenticity's sake. Hard R. And then I appealed the, de the automatic demonetization. Totally fine for ads after that. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, another, you know, everybody knows about this, but there was another video I did that was like on the driest of terms, just talking about Roe v. Wade and the, the legal decision that is Roe v. Wade demonetized, can't get ads, totally inappropriate, even though I didn't even make so much as a joke in that thing. Antifa dropping the hard R on a black cop. Yeah. All the Coke, Verizon, whatever kind of ads you want. They all go up on that one. <laughs> they love that. Yeah, Verizon Coke. loves that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, these are these are this is the list of words because they were they would experiment with putting these words in Anorexia. titles. I can yeah. see ass fuck and asshole, <laughs> but why ass pirate and boobs <laughs> with the double zero? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Basic bitch. Bare naked. Whoa, BPW. That's why we get demonetized all the time. <laughs> it's like the top <laughs> search terms on Pornhub, basically, yeah. more or less. Oh, there's boobs with seven O's. <laughs> but then there's just cheat or cheats. Uh, chemtrails. Oh, mm. they don't want us talking about chemtrails, yeah. do they? Coffin. 9-11 uh, is one of them. You're not allowed to talk about 9-11, a historical event that shaped history mm. uh, in, in our lifetime. We're not allowed to talk about that. That's a good thing that we never talk about 9-11. <laughs> so yeah, how did they identify these words? What was their process? 
So I think they put up very short videos using uh, up to over 15,000 words mm. uh, in the titles. And like I think they, they spoke them as well. And they were maybe one to two second long clips. And they would just continually submit them. And they would see how often certain words would trigger demonetization. Where some would be like 100% of the time you get demonetized. And others mm. would be like 50% of the time. Some words would be completely safe. Anything under 50% of the time would lean towards like green, uh, mm. not non non-demonetized words. And then uh, anything like over a certain point would become yellow on the list. So we don't know. Adolf Hitler might not trigger it every time. Just when Antifa screams it at a, at a <laughs> German cop, maybe. Yeah. Adultery. It's funny that they, they like non-controversial terms, I suppose, you know. Like adultery is like a very proper term for that right. uh, action as opposed to like cheating or I don't know, just more harsher terms or, or right. more profane terms for things. Allegations. Afghanistan. Hmm. AIDS. Um, <laughs> Anal impaler. They were they were creating a video. They, they would upload a video that hardly said anything. And they would put the word gay in the title and it would get demonetized. And then they changed the word gay to happy and it would get monetized. Right mm. after, and they did it with lesbian. They changed it to to friend or yeah, friend or something like that, and it got monetized. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. YouTube blows my mind. Uh, if they don't like you, they don't have to. They don't have to suspend your account. They can just, you know, put the brakes on your video once you upload a video. They can make sure no one sees it. Oh yeah, oblivion. I, I assume you guys are in the same ghost world that I exist in, where yes. There's nobody new who is ever going to discover my material on YouTube, and I assume yours too. And that's yes. fine. You know, I'm not, I don't want to give the impression that Susan owes me something or YouTube owes me something. That's it. Word of mouth is great. I, I, we have a great audience who will bring new eyes to the show, and I appreciate that from them. What I, what I'm mad, the reason I'm mad at YouTube is because they're constantly shifting the goalposts, they're constantly changing the terms. They can have their rules. It's just, I don't know what their rules are any given day. They'll never explain them, and they're impossible to follow because of that. Yeah, it's true. And they don't they they're not they're not transparent about what the rules are either. They just want you to follow the rules that they've created. But they're they say bad actors could abuse the system if they're transparent yeah. about you know how the system works and how to use it. Well, and, and when the rules are changing all the time, too, of course, you set yourself up for retroactive punishment. You see this all the time with people yes. having videos from like 2010 that now violate the rules that didn't. And you've also incentivized people who want to weaponize the new rules. Like uh, on my channel, do you guys remember that weird uh, Chicago kidnapping like two years ago or maybe three yes. years ago? Well, it, it was the mentally ill kid that got yeah. Uh, kidnapped. Yeah, I had okay. an unlisted copy of that video on my channel for reference linked from a video I did discussing it at the time. Somebody found the link, went in and reported the unlisted video that is now against the terms of service, even though it had like, you know, 50 views because it's just people who click the link from the video to see what it's all about. I didn't play it in the video that I actually posted. And that got me a strike. That was another case where I had to go find some chat agent to resolve this for me. It, and so you just, you, you have these mobs of people who now hate channel X for whatever reason. And they want, they now have a whole bunch of ways to weaponize these stupid terms of service to get people booted. 
Yeah, that happened to us. Uh, we ran some ads for uh, a company that sold wine. Like they had wine delivered mm. to your house. And uh, we ran a few of those ads a few years ago. And we got a strike like six months ago for that. So because they really? decide because the ads now violate the terms. The yeah, you're not allowed to promote the sale of alcohol or nicotine on YouTube. Oh my God, are you serious? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I didn't even know that, so I'll have to be careful. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Like you can you can review a beer and be like, I recommend this beer, but if you're running like a straight up ad with like a, an affiliate link or something like that, you'll get a strike for that. Ah, oh, God. That's okay. I recommend alcoholism. Yes. <laughs> Just generally. Not a specific yeah. brand, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they really put the brakes on, on this channel, too, because – and we're not – it's just because we're, we're potty mouths and, mm. and, and that sort of thing. You know, we're, we're left of center, so it's not like it's because we're – I don't think they do it because of our, the politics that we talk, but maybe. I got a blue check mark on Twitter, so I'm going to shade up Really? You. How uh, did you do it? I must I know. You. Uh, yeah, I just, <laughs> He's a, yeah. I just, you know, call up Antifa and donate to their cause. <laughs> like, you guys want some money? You know, a blue check mark. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You're such an SJW. Yeah. That's the rule. Once you have a blue check mark, you get to, I don't know. Say whatever you want as long as it toes the SJW line. Yeah, for sure. That's what I do. That's what I do. So I think we'll get into the news segment uh, while Matt is still with us. Yeah. yeah. Got to call me sir. It got me so People are discriminating against wolves. Wow. They're laughing at us, at our stupidity. Oh, you got a Yang shirt? Yeah, Yang. Oh, Yang shirt, huh? Yeah. Oh, Not just Yang yet. 2020. It's to- It's totally over. <laughs> Not over yet, baby. It's totally He's on over. the debate stage with 11 other people next week. We'll see how this goes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they'll cut his mic again. If only they'll put him uh on CNN commercials when they talk about top donors. They put Cory Booker there with like $6 million and Yang got over $10 million. They left him off. The media doesn't want your thousand dollars a week. I thought it was a month. <laughs> I don't know. I want a week. You don't now. even know what I Yang. I want a thousand dollars a week. You only support Yang for the memes. You don't even know what he stands for. He stands for humanity first. Okay. It says on the back of the shirt. Okay. Yeah. Let's take a look at this. This I I saw this uh, over the weekend. The wife of a U.S. diplomat. Uh, drove on the wrong side of the road in the UK and killed some 19-year-old right on a motorcycle. And she got to just leave the country without going to court or anything. Yeah, diplomatic immunity. Diplomatic immunity. It's crazy. Welcome back to CBS This Morning. I'm Tony DeCopo with Gail King. This is on the morning show? Yeah, yeah. We're going to begin with a deadly... Yeah, it's 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 a great way to start your day in the morning. ...to a diplomatic standoff with the U.S. Harry Dunn was struck and killed in August, and police say they were about to arrest a U.S. diplomat's wife in the case. But that American was allowed to leave Britain under diplomatic immunity. MTS Tayab is outside the U.S. Embassy in London. MTS, what's the victim's family saying? 
Yeah, good morning, Tony. All eyes are on this building here following Prime Minister Boris Johnson's comments where he not only identified the American woman at the heart of this case, uh, but also was urging the U.S. authorities uh, to send her back to the U.K. But in a statement from the embassy that we got a little bit early, they said to us, and I quote here, given the global impact such decisions carry, immunity is rarely waived. But for Harry Dunn's family, that's just not enough. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Isn't Harry Dunn the name of the guy in Dumb, Dumb and Dumber? Or am I misremembering? <laughs> isn't, that, isn't it Lloyd Christmas and Harry Dunn? Oh, man. Is it? I believe it, yeah, so. saying it is. Wow. <laughs> that, blew, I, that blows my mind. I'll double check this. I'm glad they didn't uh, kill Lloyd Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I, if you got to save one. Although, or was Harry Dunn, I don't, was he the killer or the dead guy? I don't know. Yeah, it is Harry Dunn. Jeff Daniels. Harry Dunn. Wow. Yeah. yeah, so is this what diplomatic immunity is for? I mean, it's not for that, but it, it, it's, it encompasses it. Yeah, I remember years ago uh, when the president of Turkey was in the U.S. visiting, yeah. and he sicked his thugs on a bunch of protesters and had their asses all beat, and he yeah. got away with that, so... Diplomatic immunity. Yeah. It's like the get out of jail free card for I, anybody uh, who's a diplomat. I want to be a diplomat. Is there more news on this? I haven't followed this story closely, but what is, has Trump spoken about this or have we, has the U S responded in any way? I presume we just extracted this person, but it does seem wildly unjust. Yeah. I, I, yeah. She left the country immediately. Well, I think because you're a diplomat, you're just not. She's the wife of a diplomat. She's not even the actual. Oh, your whole family's so... your whole family's protected. Yeah, yeah. I if know. you got bitch ass kids, uh, Tokyo drifting, Fast and the Furious style, <laughs> it's probably nothing to get yeah. off. What if they're a diplomat and they do a mass shooting or something? <laughs> uh, are, do they get to claim diplomatic immunity? There's nothing they... better than being the bratty kid of a diplomat. If that's true, man, you <laughs> yeah. could, it's just do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, you could go around just like doing a Brock Turner to whoever you want. Cool. <laughs> I, uh, join the swim team is what I mean, I think. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Absolutely. She killed our boy. Oh, no. Charlotte Charles and Tim Dunn are in agony. Not only have they lost their son, they say a legal loophole for diplomats and their families has also robbed them of their ability to grieve. If it wasn't for her being... Under this supposed diplomatic community, it would have been a clear-cut case. We'd have had justice by now. And it's just all turned into an absolute nightmare, nightmare. for us. Their nightmare started They're here. so, on... like, UK-looking parents. Yeah. Like, yeah. they look like they remind me of Paige's parents. You, you ever see that documentary yeah, yeah, on yeah. Fighting With My Family? Yeah. They're just like the regular old trashy-ass parents. Oh they had God. a trashy-ass kid. Got hit by a fucking elite an American elite on the wrong side of the road. What's the first thing you learn when you drive? In, I like how UK? you. I like how you're like. Look at this grieving family. They're trashy. <laughs> they are, dude. Like I can identify with that. I used to be trashy. Hmm. I used to be a real to. trashy motherfucker. <laughs> I'm glad you've recovered. You've recovered yeah. beautifully. I drink fucking vino now. Yeah. I don't actually. I quit drinking, but I, I, that's what I think classy is. Trading in the old crow bottom shelf whiskey for a nice bottle of Cabernet Sauvignon. I don't think. 
I don't think I pronounced no, it right. No, the country didn't. road just outside Royal Air Force Crowton, a U.S. In- she drove on the wrong side of the road. Uh, if you're going to be driving in England, that's the one thing you have to remember. I mean, yeah, that that and don't hit kids. Intelligence and communication space. That's where the family says American. I drove on the wrong Sakura, side of the road. The wife and of a U.S. Uh, diplomat like a couple was weeks driving ago. down the wrong side of the road and she crashed into Harry Dunn's motorcycle. We've just been left. You're one of the worst drivers I've ever met in pretty my life. Good. No, pretty you're, good. No, you're pretty terrible. To just uh, expect a, to just a stupid accept meme. Accept the fact. It's not a meme. It's not a meme. You're a shitty driver. Moving on. But she's <laughs> got this diplomatic community and swept under the carpet. Right or wrong, it's complicated, says law professor David Glazier. So I don't think Trump has said anything about it. I th- he is kind of distracted at the moment anyway, though, you know. Um, but no, yeah, I, I've i only heard people like this, you know, people who are experts on, you know, international law, diplomatic law, talking about it. It's, I guess, it's not easy. I, I'm curious to hear what this guy says, because I guess I had a... With limited knowledge of this, I had assumed there are limitations. Like, I can't, if I'm a diplomat, I can't just go hog wild in some, in some country and do whatever the hell I want. There's got to be, I, I want to know what this guy says, the legal expert man. Diplomatic community has been agreed to by states in order to protect the ability of their diplomats posted in foreign countries, particularly those countries that might have more corrupt or less scrupulous legal systems than ours. Prime Minister Boris Johnson hmm. this morning urged the U.S. Embassy to rethink its decision. Is this Harry Dunn here from Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> no, that's the Prime Minister This of isn't. This isn't Jeff Daniels' character from Dumb and Dumber, Harry Dunn. They just said Harry His Dunn. His hair is done. <laughs> I do not think that it can be right to use the process of diplomatic immunity for this type of, of purpose. And I hope that uh, Anne Sekoulas will come back. Small comfort for two grieving parents. Where do you want to take this? How, where, where, does this where does this need to conclude for you? We want to get her back. We want some acknowledgement from her. That Sorry, it's the same guy. She's remorseful. Now, the Dunn family is considering legal action, but their options are pretty limited. Either So there's nothing they can do right now, at least at this point, unless something changes with how this whole thing works. So yeah, she, I don't know. But she just leaves and I guess never goes back to England, presumably. Yeah. Yeah, their diplomatic hmm. status and her diplomatic status in England is burnt, right? Yeah, I think. But you would think that you would think the UK would have some options uh, diplomatically. That is to say, if you don't bring us some kind of resolution on this, we're going to impose certain penalties. We're not going to allow your people to come in and do this, or we're, we're going to impose some kind of restrictions on you. You'd think they'd have some something, some recourse they could do, if not prosecuting this lady directly. But do you want to end your diplomat diplomacy with the United States over like a young boy's death? Like. I'd, uh... I mean, it's such an egregious case that you would think that. I mean, I would not be sure mad. How egregious this is. I think this type of stuff happens. Well, it's 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 regularly. negligent. It's negligent killing. Whatever the you know, whether this is manslaughter, yeah, manslaughter. or whatever it was. Uh, I would think that as allies, the U.S. would be willing to offer something in this case. I, I mean. I, I don't know. That's a, this is a really bizarre story that I haven't looked into too much. It's pretty pretty surprising, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I I think she should at least have to go to court for it, but I don't think it's going to happen. 
so seven hours ago, the New York Post said Anne Sekoulis, Sekoulis may not have diplomatic immunity in teen's death. Mm. So they might have found something. Oh. Uh, they might be able to get through and prosecute. I don't know. Um, that's just the newest post on this. And they say the U.S. should be wary of using diplomatic immunity in the fatal U.K. car accident. It could set some sort of precedent. So it's a topic of discussion. We'll see where it goes. <clears throat> the next thing I wanted to talk about was something that I just kind of came across everywhere all over the Internet today. Uh. So, <laughs> so I guess... A Hearthstone player? Is that the game he was playing? Hearthstone, yeah, he was a pro Hearthstone player. He had a, a stage um, at the Hearthstone event, and on the stage he made a comment that was pro-liberation of Hong Kong from Chinese government. Yes. And uh, that's a big no-no, especially when Blizzard has been in a long-standing uh, relationship with the a Chinese company making that China money for a, well over a decade. Last thing you want to do is piss on China when you're making that Chinese money because they will, they, they will go to that company that brought you into the country and uh, renegotiate their status with, with China, with Chinese uh, business. They will take your shit and fucking China gets their brainwash. asses kissed a lot. You, you know noticed. why, right? There's a lot of accommodations being made. Like even Google makes these weird accommodations for them. And China so they doesn't can have, have their, Google. Well, they have <laughs> this Chinese version of Google, which is trash. Um, hmm. Yeah. Um, Outrage Activision Blizzard is mounting after the company suspended Hearthstone Pro Chung Blitzchung. Why? I don't know how to it, dude. For declaring his support of Hong Kong's protest movement. Fans are mad, U.S. politicians are angry, and there's evidence that even Blizzard's employees are upset. United States Senators Marco Rubio, uh, Florida Republican, and Ron Wyden. Had, uh, I heard Democrat. he has very small hands. Ron Wyden? No. Rubio, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Both tweeted their condemnation of Activision's uh, Activision Blizzard's actions on Tuesday. Blizzard shows it's willing to humiliate itself to please the Chinese Communist Party. Senator Wyden tweeted, "No American company should censor calls for freedom to make a quick buck. Not a quick buck, right? They've been working with uh, China for uh, ten years now. They just re-signed a contract for another four years. Um, and if you are a business in China." You don't want to piss off the government. It's it's not good yeah. at all. This is kind of a mirror of the NBA situation right now, too. Sort of, not not exactly, yeah. but yeah, we're seeing the same sort of dynamic there. Uh, it is. Yeah. I mean, it is funny. I, I agree with the politics. Agree with the business strategy or not. I, I do find it funny that there's like when is it appropriate for politics to enter gaming, business, sports, and when is it not? Because I tend to see a lot of people saying, well, you know, Colin, Ka Colin Kaepernick, for example, that's his free speech. Good for him. Other cases, it's like, well, this is not their arena. They should shut up. Right. I, I, and, you know, I'm probably somewhat hypocritical on that, too. Like, I, even though I, I'm not going to support the Chinese government, I, so I support the message here. But generally, when it's people in sports, entertainers, gamers, I don't follow these people. But when it's political opinions that are given by them, my response is always like, i good for you i don't care i follow you because you're good at the game or i follow you because you're good at football or i follow you because you're a musician or whatever else i don't care about your political opinion but you know at the same time i guess 
I guess I don't want people fired for that either or, or you know, their job taken away in this case. Well, I don't know. I don't know what the rules are in this sort of thing. Here in America, like we have free speech and we use it to divide each other from uh, ourselves and complain and bitch all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's all that happens though, is we get divided as a nation and we go red, we go blue, we go whatever in, in, in the UK and China and all these other places when they start getting political, uh, the, the law comes into play. Anyway. I mean, China's very weird about this kind of stuff. I, I remember weird. They're fucking well, strict. I remember in the Olympics, they have to call Taiwan Chinese Taipei in the Olympics. They have to mm. officially refer to Taiwan as Chinese Taipei yeah. because China will get mad if they yeah. call it Taiwan. Yeah. So they're weird about all in, in Tibet, that kind of stuff. They're all really weird about these areas that they've claimed as their territory, like Hong Kong. Uh, but before the show started, I said, uh, Hong Hong Kong was probably better off being uh, under UK rule like it was before it was transferred back to China in the late 90s. I wouldn't say that. Are we getting any sponsorships from Chinese companies? No. <laughs> okay, fucking say what you want. Yeah, no yeah. thanks. <laughs> Those don't get you demonetized, I bet. Those are fully monetized. Those are just fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so... Yeah, I agree with you there, though. Oh, they they even make the NBA comparison here later yeah. on in the article. So Blizzard's decision to censor a player who voiced support for the Hong Kong protests is part of a profoundly disturbing trend by American entities like the NBA bending over backward to appease the Chinese government, Senator Wyden told Vice in an email. China's repression of peaceful dissent is disgusting when it happens in China, but it is incredibly disturbing that American companies would willingly participate in the Chinese government's propaganda campaign. I mean, the NBA, they are huge in China. Yeah, and there's a huge viewer base there. Huge. So do do you really want to piss off an entire viewer base uh, that is going to throw you money in a brand new growing economy? Uh, just because uh, America is a little bitch baby about things? <laughs> <laughs> I think, well, I mean, China has horrible, has a horrible record when it comes to human rights and yeah. all sorts of stuff. I, I always thought it was like making a deal with the devil. As soon, you know, as soon as I was old enough to realize how much debt we have with China and how their economy is part of our economy in many ways... As soon as I realized that, I'm like, wow, this is one of the worst possible countries to have that sort of partnership with. And they're buying up all the property here in the United States. Yes. Huge Chinese investors. uh, Weed is legal here in Washington, but there's still illegal underground weed rings owned by the Chinese all over in Washington state for some reason. Huh. What's, is it just, is it, is it tax avoidance or what's the reason? Why are they able to undercut the legal market? It is. Okay. It is uh, the the taxes almost double the price here. Okay. So yes, that's why. But I I can't. Everyone I know just goes to the store and buys it. None of that's illegally grown. So I don't know what kind of business they're getting, but apparently something. Because I watch the news locally here, and I'll see like a grow op got busted. I'm like, really? This is still happening here? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, but it's true, yeah. The Chinese, they they do they they are buying up all sorts of property. Isn't that it an happen- insane percentage of Seattle specifically? I, f- I forget. It's like x x amount of the property is Chinese owned. I can't remember exactly what the percentage it's is, but probably, it's much higher than you than you think. Yeah, 
it's probably ridiculously huge. I have a, a a friend of mine runs a recording studio, and he was trying to buy a new property to build a new recording studio in. Mm-hmm. And every time he would find something he liked, he'd go to make the offer, and a Chinese company would come in and get pay overpriced cash for it and swoop it up. Mm. It was like he was just going through like four, five, six, seven, eight different properties, looking, looking, putting a, a, a going to put a down payment on each one, and boom, swooped up. It's, it's wow. just. This the Seattle market is a great target. I mean, there's a huge Asian population here. Yeah, it's the the property here is growing, uh, similar to how San Francisco was growing. Yeah, the property value here tripled in the last decade. So, anyone who bought a house in this neighborhood that we're in here, they they would have seen a huge return on their investment. Hmm. Yeah. And there's a lot of empty houses here that the Chinese bought, and they, they, they don't even rent them out. They just let them they sit. They squat on them? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, to tear them down later when the property value peaks and the bubble's about to burst, then they'll sell it off and build a new house there or, or whatever. Um, next thing I wanted to get into, I, I did want to bring up these polls. Now, are you, are you the kind of person that thinks these polls are total fakes? Because a lot of people I talk to, they don't believe the polls at all. Uh, No. No, I uh, I think actually I'd probably take some flack for this, but I think the polls are generally more accurate than they're given credit for. Even in 2016, where, yes, places like the Huffington Post and the New York Times gave Hillary something like a 99 percent shot. The way it broke was was state by state. Of course, that's how it matters when the president is elected. So these national polls might not be particularly uh, revealing in terms of who's likely to win because it's a state by state breakdown, but I don't think they're that inaccurate. In 2016, it was like it basically pegged the the national popular vote. It was off by a percentage point or two or maybe three. But it's not. We're not talking wild inaccuracy. So in in this context, do I buy the Warren surge? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it makes sense yeah. in in the context of Joe Biden's. Well, Joe Biden just being Joe Biden generally. Right. There's not a lot of enthusiasm behind him, and I don't. I guess these are these polls are maybe a little early uh, regarding Bernie's health scare here, but I think that the big question has been, you know, what's going to happen when the when the Warren and the Bernie Sanders support base consolidates because they're going to unless they if they stick it out through the first states, then Joe Biden can ride that split to his benefit. But once they consolidate, Joe Biden's in real trouble, and it looks like they're starting. The Bernie people are starting to move over to to Warren. I do buy that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Warren almost seems like she has so much momentum that can't even be stopped. And I'm pretty sure she'll win at least Iowa or New Hampshire. Yeah, she's crushing it in Iowa, it looks like, in the polling right now. Granted, we're still, what, four months out. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I just, it's, well, now the speculation, too, is that Hillary's coming back for round two. That's, that's now, the speculation uh, from her Twitter account and elsewhere the last few days. If Biden drops... And all his base have been with him. Do you think they'll jump to Warren and uh, or Warren eventually as well, or will they go towards hmm. Andrew Yang? <laughs> I think I think they might go towards Andrew I don't Yang. Think if if Yang doesn't do well in Iowa, I I think he'll be gone eventually. Do you think he lasts that long? Do you think he he makes it to the first vote, or will he bow out before then? Good question. I think out of principle, he might stick it out to the first vote 
he does have a base. It's just not that big. And a lot of it's just meme stuff. You know, and I'm not saying he doesn't have redeemable qualities, but a lot of the people are just memeing this this Yang gang well, stuff. And I got to give credit to Andrew Yang for at least one thing. I've listened to him a fair amount. I, I don't really agree with a lot of what he says. I think a lot of this UBI stuff and the, the robot future of automated everything is a little overstated personally. But I will give him a ton of credit for this uh, this SNL episode a few weeks ago where the guy was fired for making fun of the Chinese, speaking of which, uh, on his podcast. And he made fun of Andrew Yang specifically and dropped a... Uh, I, I forget what slurs he dropped in the context of the Chinese. But there was big outrage over it. Guy gets fired from SNL. Andrew Yang says, you know what? Not offended. Not offended. I'll talk to the guy. It'd be nice if we cultivated a culture of forgiveness. Wait, who's that? Was that and young Andrew Yang? Andrew yeah, Yang in high school? Like, yeah, teenage. <laughs> it's pretty sweet no, boy I, right I, there. As, whether I agree on political issue A, B, or C, I always appreciate someone who's willing to be a forgiving person, who's willing to try to understand someone who may have said something mean or something like that. Somebody who's not out to just censor everything they don't like. I really appreciated that he did that, so I have to give him credit for that. I think having the conversation with the person for redemption is way more important than canceling them. Give yeah. them the opportunity to uh, redeem themselves because uh, making humans uh, feel like they are uh, not worthy of redemption means they won't even try, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's so one thing stupid. that dri- it, it drives me nuts. Yeah, exactly. Why, if I am irredeemable to be to be cast aside to the darkest depths of society forever, yeah, why would I bother trying to appease you? I'll just I'll just be even worse of a person and tell and everybody's the, at each other's throats. Yeah, here's the sick thing about it: once you embrace being the worst of a person, they're gonna find a whole bunch of people who will follow you because it's counterculture. And yeah, like fuck yeah, I'm tired of being. Uh, the, under the thumb of uh, cunty ass Hillary Clinton or cunty ass Warren or cunty ass cunty McCunticunt. I don't know any <laughs> fucking other women than those two. I, <laughs> Kamala Harris. I she's a real c word. She's she's up there. Kamala Harris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You forget her, about her, her just fun. like everybody has. She's way down in the yeah. polls. Speaking Oops. of which. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She pulled up ahead. She got to, into second place for a very short time, but. Yeah, I don't like her at all, and I, I'm very glad she didn't really gain any ground. She'll be gone soon. Yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see when all of those people at the bottom of the polls drop out and whoever's supporting them picks someone closer to the top. Then we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'd be surprised if Biden benefits from any of that consolidation. It's just... It's not even that I don't like him per se. It's just it's very hard to get enthusiastic about an old guy from yesteryear. Uh, what does he offer that's exciting or new? What What is there about Joe Biden to be passionate about? I can't see it. I, I was surprised he was number one in the polls for this long. It's name recognition and yeah. uh, old people know him. He said he was asked uh during before the last election, he was asked why he wasn't running, and he said he didn't think he could win. Mm-hmm. It's like, why is he running now? Because then Hillary was running in the DNC. You knew Hillary was promised the fucking 2016 election spot when when she stepped down for Obama in 2008. That was on writing on the wall. They're like, just step down now. You'll come back in eight years, and you can have it. Nobody's going to vote for Republican for 20 years. Everybody speculated that in 2008 after Bush. They thought the Republicans were fucked. And then we had brand new Donald Trump come in 
talking to people like uh, at a five-year-old, explain like I'm five reading level, and people embrace that. He was a shit talker. He didn't mince his words, didn't hold back anything. People appreciated that, and boom, he sneaks in and reinvents the Republican Party. It becomes the conspiracy party. The conspiracy party? And seriously. And he and he fucking blows everything up. Well, just uh, just down everybody's throat. Today, uh, the White House announced that they're not going to comply with the impeachment inquiry. So, well, that's good. There's- we have a Fox Business alert just breaking. The White House just sending a letter to House Democrats announcing it will not comply with a quote illegitimate and unconstitutional impeachment inquiry. They cite lack of a precedent of an impeachment inquiry proceeding without a vote of the full house here now with us is former federal prosecutor with the department of justice jim trusty boy jim you're the perfect guy to have here at this moment uh andy mccarthy wrote about this a couple of days ago he said the 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 constitution says the house has the power of impeachment not that the speaker of the house and indicating that because there has not been a vote by the house as a body this inquiry is illegitimate what do you Okay, so Pelosi just went in and put it in on her own. So it, it sounds like they just never had a vote. So because there's, it's not a yeah. formal inquiry, a lot of these, uh, if I understand correctly, a lot of the requ- requests for information from the executive, they're, they're not formal subpoenas. They don't carry the weight of, of, or the threat of contempt. So I guess this is, this is the White House saying, listen, if you're going to kind of half-ass this and do this kind of pretend inquiry where you request information from us instead of actually using legal force to get it, we're going to give you the finger until you actually follow through on, on the actual process and then, then we'll participate. Um, I can see it, where they're coming from here. It seems very desperate because, you know, they, they did the Mueller thing forever and when nothing <laughs> came of that, now they're on to this thing. I'm just tired of well, it. Wasn't the Mueller hmm. thing that Mueller never had the power to do anything other than give them information so they could make the impeachment? Well, that's what he. Yeah. So yeah. aren't they doing what the Mueller thing was uh, set up to do? Aren't they just. Yeah, but they're doing it on different grounds now. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. doing it on the Ukraine stuff, presumably. Yes. Yeah. They shifted their focus to Ukraine. Now they're saying, you know, Trump called the leaders of Ukraine and ask them to investigate his political rival, which I guess is that's the grounds that they're trying to impeach him on. Doesn't Trump have diplomatic immunity? Can he just go to like, <laughs> Ukraine himself and live there fine? Yeah. Just kick it with all the Ukrainians and eat fucking borscht? <laughs> yeah. Yeah? You can have gold-covered prostitutes and eat fucking top-tier borscht? Let's do it, Trump. Let's leave America right now. I'll be your running buddy. Me and Trump together forever. Ukrainian outlaws on CBS. You think? Well, I trust Andy's research. He's very. It just it, Trump's getting hit from several sides right now because there's this going on, and then also I guess they're in New York. They're going to get his tax returns. Who decided? A to, judge decided yeah, that he really. has to show eight years who, of tax returns. Who decided to gender Ben Honey Boo Boo's mom and put her on <laughs> fucking Fox Business? That's pretty Christ. close. Yeah. Look at this I thing. hate you for reminding me that that exists. Honey. Did you see that lady lost a ton of weight, by the way? Have you seen that, no. like, after weight loss? Look it up. Yeah, know, she's I'll a find... gross-looking fuck sleep. Um, what's know. her name? Mama June, right? Mama June, yeah. Yeah. Mama oh, June weight loss. June. I mean, she still uh, has a very unfortunate face, but she's not yeah. nearly <laughs> as heavy a very as she wants. She had to get vaginal. Uh, yeah. I mean, 
Honestly, she does look better. She I mean, had to get vaginal reconstructive surgery on she her chin. She did? On her chin. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, she looks really different. If someone showed me this picture, I would not know that that, that, that was her. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, definitely better, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. From the first one of her, there that are so looks many like something. Other things to get Trump on other than the Ukraine shit. Oh yeah, it's a dog and pony show, right? Like, it's it's stupid. Right now they're doing this. It's a, probably a political move to get the Democrats' favor in the voting process over. Yeah, any- I mean that's the thing is um, it's sort of like a, I don't know. I'm not the biggest Trump cheerleader around, but I get it, and I, I generally support what he's trying to do, but. From a political perspective, like I'm available to other people. I don't think he's the perfect president. He violates a lot of principles that I that I consider very important. Just make a better case in the electoral process. We're only a year out now. Just win my vote rather than all this 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 weird <laughs> circus that we're engaged. I, the Democrat. I don't know that the Democratic Party can win it. From they're just a crazy. They're, whole crazy circus at this point for me. But yeah. But the point is, I'm available to a reasonable person. To, to vote, at least, at least my vote is. These people, I don't know who they expect to gain through this sort of thing, but there's, I, I invite them to prove me wrong. There's nobody that I see that's running right now that I, that I feel like is the type of personality that would get elected, uh, you know, going head-to-head with Trump. Now, if Bernie yeah. would have fucking not ran and just did a Yoda to, like, Tulsi Gabbard. <laughs> did a Yoda? Did a Yoda, yeah. Took her out yeah. on Dagobah, trained her little ass, got her a lightsaber, yeah. put her up on the podium. That would have been best-case scenario for me. You get you get one of these young bucks, you put a guy like Bernie behind them, he fucking runs her up and down the stairs like Rocky, uh, like the Rocky movie, mm-hmm. little training montage. We get that shit, and then Tulsi is like this super liberal, badass ex-war, fucking uh, anti-war liberal, like this type of shit people eat up. She's got Bernie's policies uh, in a lot of places already. You know, people want to want to love Bernie, but he's so fucking old. She's she's not- was- but do you guys buy that he's sticking in? He's saying he's sticking in. He's going to be on the debate stage next week. You think he's serious? Is he actually going to do this, or is he going to bow out? I think he'll stay in it. If he stays in... Good for him, bad for the Democratic Party. Hmm. Um, he was hesitant to even make it public that he actually had a heart attack. They, yeah. Yeah, yeah, at first they just said he had the stints put in. They didn't say that he had a, an actual heart attack. I like I like Bernie for a lot of reasons, but my favorite is when Larry David plays him on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> that's why. That's a reason you like Bernie. Yeah, Sanders. <laughs> I would love Bernie to be president just so we get Larry David like every week on that SNL. That bit was really good. I uh, yeah. I I haven't enjoyed an SNL segment for a while. That one was really. I actually liked uh, Maya Rudolph's Kamala quite a lot. Yeah, that was, that was hilarious. Is- she did a great job. She's a sleeper. I love that girl so much. I've seen so much stuff she's done that My I hate. Riddle? Yeah. So much stuff she's done I think is terrible corny, but I love her so much. Hmm. I, I, I will always watch whatever she does, and I will not always enjoy it, but I will always watch it. I love I love that girl. Yeah. <laughs> I had no Maya idea. Maya Rudolph for president. Fuck everything else. Maya Rudolph for oh, president. Fuck yeah, as Kamala Harris. Let her run as Kamala Harris. That, in character yeah i would vote she, for maya rudolph as kamala harris for president she definitely could do better than the real kamala harris absolutely i'm saying you know i'm not a fan uh, of ellen degeneres i hate mm. her show i don't like the dancing i think it's corny 
but people are giving her shit because she sat next to George Bush. How dare she? Yeah. How yeah. dare giving she? Her shit what, she said, did George Bush hand her it. candies like he does Michelle Obama? Fuck these bitch-ass women turning on women. Fuck Michelle <laughs> Obama. Fuck Ellen. George Bush is cool. <laughs> Fuck all other women. I'm out. <laughs> stand against some on Twitter outraged over a photo of her sitting next to and smiling with President George W. Bush at a Cowboys game. I like how the ashtray above Bush's head looks like a halo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just an angel. I'm over here I'm sitting with lesbians. I'm sitting with lesbians. I sit with Democratic first wives. I don't care. I'm George Bush. I'm a sweet boy. I got a halo. Yeah. <laughs> so people were upset. They thought, why is a gay Hollywood liberal sitting next to a conservative Republican president? I'm friends with George Bush. In fact, I'm friends with a lot of people who don't share the same beliefs that I have. We're all different. And the fact that this has to be explained is ridiculous. The backlash is still real, though. I was going she posted this clip on Twitter and I was just browsing the responses. And if I'm going to I love what she's saying. Here. This is sort of what we're getting at earlier. Just. Yeah, set aside your differences. You can be friends with people you don't agree with. That's that's what America is. That's awesome. I but feel like the, this is something Mr. Rogers told me when I was a kid watching <laughs> PBS. This the, is a, a simple lesson we learn in life. The responses were to give them as much credit, be as honest about them as possible. The people ripping Ellen were saying, well, it's not just it's not about ideas. It's not agreeing or disagreeing. George W. Bush is a war criminal. He did this. He did that. He, you know, he started a war on illegitimate premises. That's why. Which... Okay, fair enough. I mean, he I I was no fan of that certainly. Like there are bad things about yeah. what he did. I agree. But the the issue is like if she, I could make the same case about Barack Obama droning yes. a US citizen, for example. And if she's sitting there next to Obama, I I don't know what these people on Twitter would say. I'm just going to speculate they, they that they don't care in that case. They, they don't. They wouldn't care at all. They Why wouldn't they care never at all. Call out Michelle Obama, Obama kept George Bush's wars going for a while sure. too. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's dumb. And honestly, I don't think Bush was in control. I think Dick <laughs> Cheney was in control. Come on, guys. I mean, he was in yeah. control to some degree. I think George Bush was the fall guy. I think they're like, hey, you know what we're going to do? We're going to let some heinous shit happen to America so we can take Halliburton over somewhere. And, <laughs> and maybe 9-11 wasn't planned. Oh, God. Maybe it wasn't an inside job, but there was a lot of negligence there. There yeah. was a lot of negligence there. There was a whole lot of negligence by the U.S. government. Uh, what I, I got to hop off very shortly, but before I do, I'm curious to know what's your favorite piece of 9/11 tinfoil? Because I only dabble. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a big time 9/11 truther guy or anything like yeah. that. But if you're into it, what's your number one curiosity or or tinfoil issue? That's that that third baby building that just disappeared. Oh, yeah. Tower seven is that what it? <laughs> yeah, the, ta the, yeah, the two towers dropped. You're like, oh fuck, that's terrible. Jet fuel can melt steel beams. Oh, it's so sad. And then all of a sudden, a third building drops. And you're like, what's up with that little homie over there? How do he fall? How do he fall? All right. Well, I'm sorry <laughs> about your you? ads, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I appreciate right. you guys having me. It was a lot of fun, and uh, perhaps we can do it again sometime soon. Would love Absolutely. That. You're thank, welcome thank back you anytime. Much. And check out Matt's channel. It's down in the description. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Thank you. You too.